Hey, hey guys, you're tuning in to the Mina B podcast. It's your girl Mina B and I am back for a season three of your favorite show, (laughs) the Mina B podcast. Um, Y'all, it has been a couple of weeks uh, since our last dual episode. Um, Shout out to Jackson from the wonderful podcast, The Sex with Strangers, a grown folks podcast. Thank you so much again. Um, It was a pleasure having him on um, and be sure to check those episodes out. But we are in season three. I have just approached um, my two-year anniversary of the Mini podcast. As y'all know, this is my labor of love. It's not very easy being the host, the uh, producer, the editor sometimes, and the marketer, and the Instagram page. Um, so yeah, we have a new page on IG. Um, so I guess no more directing you guys to my personal page. Um, <laughs> you guys can go head over to at the Mina B podcast, uh, one word, over on IG. That is the page, and I'm going to pretty much put all the snippets of all previous episodes and going forward anything up and coming and also Q&A. Q&A will be off of my personal page and on that page. Um, so tune in and be sure to follow me there at the Mina B podcast on Instagram. Um, and also all links are in those in that bio. Um, you guys know to rate and subscribe and leave commentary over on Apple Podcasts. You can do so on Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, multi-platforms in order to find the show and thank you guys so much for rocking with me for the amount of time that you have and for my day one listeners and also for any new listeners that are tuning in thank you so much um so yeah y'all like it's the end of summer labor day is officially over it is gone um you know here in atlanta it's still gonna be hot anyway but regardless of which summer is done i'm over it (laughs) i'm over hot girl summer but no i had a really good summer and i just uh you know been taking trips and working hard and taking trips and working hard and actually just trying to have fun and you know make a coin stack a coin but it's like, what are y'all going to do after hot girl summer is really over? Especially for like my, my New Yorkers at home and the Northeast and all that. What y'all going to do when hot girl summer is done? What are y'all going to do? Um, I think that, you know, I, actually the hot girl summer um, song just dropped, to, video dropped today with Megan Thee Stallion featuring Nicki Minaj. The video is super cute. I like it. Um, it's been a lot of speculation on the gram talking about Megan's friendship with Nicki and how Nicki just needed to jump on. I just need y'all to just cut the shit and just enjoy it. Please, let's not bring any beef, unnecessary unnecessary beef into the rap game for these women right now. Because I think women are totally and utterly killing the charts right now. Every last one of them, from Megan Thee Stallion to Cardi B to... I mean, I don't, I don't want to say Iggy Azalea because she's not really, I, you know, I don't want to say she's not really a rapper, but, you know, and just because she's a white girl, I don't want to say that either. But, you know, just for females in, let me not say females, for women in the hip hop game, for women in the rap game, whether they write music 155% or not, there is a window of opportunity for them right now to jump on and be great and to be booming on the charts and i think we should just embrace it and love it um lizzo has had a number one hit you know for a song that she wrote two years ago like she's doing great things she you know it's just it's a dope time and i just think that we need to like cut the shit and just enjoy and embrace so anyway 
back to um, Hot Girl Summer being over. What y'all going to do for the fall? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the next step? You know, because once you get into September 1st, I like to consider September to, be, September to be gone. Once you get into the first, the month is gone. If you haven't had your month planned out in advance, your month is gone. So we have October, November, and December. We have three months. Three months left in 2019. What are we trying to do with this fall transition into winter? Um, you know, there's this little those little memes that are going on IG right now. Stacktober, stack November, stack December. You know, are y'all stacking your money up? Are y'all preparing for the holidays? I know I'll have a lot of mom and dad parent listeners. What are y'all doing? To get out of this hot girl summer, and I'm not talking about cuff-em season, like we ain't cuffing, you know, that actually may be another podcast episode, how to cuff for the fall, but that's another thing that's separate. Let's focus on the positivity of, you know, abundance and bringing in good things into our lives in a new season. So... If there's events that you guys know are in your city that you want to go to, grab a friend, jump on Eventbrite, sign up, pay for the tickets in advance, do fun things. Don't just get caught in the house fucking all fucking fall and winter. Like, y'all got to grow up and, and, and cut that shit out. There's the time for that, but also you have to continue to build your brands, Build what's going on in your lives, whether it's changing that career or, you know, applying for a new job. Um, I was actually talking to a girlfriend today. We were talking about your, how your network is your neck worth, how important it is to constantly keep networking in your field and networking within your, even your hobby. Like even for me, yes, I'm in my career right now and I have to network within my career within my span of what I'm doing but I'm also networking when I'm you know talking about the podcast when I'm going to podcast events when I'm talking to people that are in the industry that do do things in media like you have to constantly keep that door revolving you know what I'm saying don't close the doors to our opportunities by not being able to step out and to, and to do shit and to actually communicate with people who can actually help you get to that next level or help bounce ideas off of you, uh, off of you or off of each other rather. So yeah, um, doing events and just stepping out outside of the box with your friends and, but also, you know, being productive. And I think that's a lot of it. Like in the summertime, we kind of like, turned up, had fun, took trips. And I'm not saying don't take no more trips because I got a couple that I want to hop on (laughs) throughout the next couple of months. But after Hot Girl Summer, ladies, what are your goals? What are your three-month goals? And also, I will always introduce... you know, the New Year's goals around the end of November. I always hop on an episode and I talk about our New Year's goals in advance. Like, yes, in no- end of November, first week of December, you should be trying to pe- map out what the fuck it is that you want to do for the next year. And I ain't talking about New Year, New Me. So, yeah, you guys have a little time to put that together. But just keep in mind that the year is pretty much almost over. So just to keep that momentum going, to keep that positivity going, to keep that abundance going in your life, and also to have great opportunities to, or open yourself up to opportunities to do more and to expand and to also network because your network is your net worth, period. And that's all I have to say about that. But um, yeah, other than that, I feel like, I had to have a come to Jesus moment with myself. Not that I'm doing anything fucked up or bad. It's, it's not neither here nor there. I'm not 
doing anything fucked up. I've been really working hard um, and also taking time to enjoy the little things and taking time to just like tap into the things that I need to work on. And I'm always a work in progress. I feel like if you're not working on yourself constantly, you're not and you're not putting in the work into yourself and trying to like see, you know, the developments and the fruits of your work, then what's what's the point? Are you just a machine? You just going and going and going? Doesn't make no sense. You got to really put it together to see your growth and to see your progression. So that's where I have been. And I've, I've seen that I've grown a lot in a lot of different areas, per- personally and professionally. And I'm still on a journey to still continue to do well professionally. So I'm just like, damn, like I really had a, per, a, a a good summer where I had fun, but I also was busting my ass and I also was trying to like make shit work so that I could see the fruits of my labor, you know, and see, see, you know, what it is that I have, you know, coming next for myself. And yeah, that's what it's all been all about um, all summer. Hot girl summer and all. Um, <laughs> dating life is like, I wouldn't say that I'm dating dating because I'm not dating dating. I'm not like talking to multiple people. I kind of just was like, mm, fuck that. Whatever comes, comes. And um, let's see where it goes. And that's just where I'm at with that. So we won't get into all the finite details, but know that a bitch is enjoying herself. <laughs> and that's just the tea on that. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're at with, um, and that's where I'm at with end of summer into the fall, new year-ish kind of vibes, okay? Um, so in the media, little news, a little tea, it's been a little bit interesting, um, going through IG over the past, like, two weeks. I'm just like, I don't think anything surprises me anymore. (laughs) Nothing surprises me anymore, but it's just like, wow, this is what we're doing. This is what's going on. So, to jump right into it, um it's been very interesting with Jay-Z in the news um, as it pertains to his deal with the NFL. Um, In short, he teamed up with the NFL um, with their Inspire Change campaign. Um, And if you guys have been living under a rock, you guys know that everything that had been going on with Colin Kaepernick and, you know, his kneeling during the national anthem and all of that during the games and the protest initially, um, Jay-Z was totally in solidarity with him on this matter. Um, there were a lot of people that were in solidarity with him during this matter. Um, this is a situation that, you know, a lot of us, I, I want to say there, that there, amongst my friends and amongst my peers, there's a 50-50 on this topic. There's 50% that cared about what Colin Kaepernick was trying to do. And there's a 50% that could give, could give a shit because I feel like we've seen a lot of protests. We've seen a lot of different things take, take place and nothing really came out of it. Right. Um, and it's sad to say that, but, um, it's a reality in a lot of ways though. And I'm not by any means taking away from any groups or any people, out, you know, who are out there in the trenches doing the work, doing the protesting. Um, you know, I think we've all done a little bit of protesting ourselves. I think we've all done signed a couple of petitions ourselves and 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 given to to funds, you know, for a plethora of different injustices that has happened in our community within the span of the past four to five years. Um, but it was kind of interesting because. 
Colin Kaepernick is out of work now. You know, he had to settle out him and the other guy because you guys know I am not a football buff. So I won't get the name right, but I think the last name is Reed. But anyway, you know, they settled out um, about a month and a half ago with the NFL for about 10 million. Now, is that is the, could they have gotten more money? Probably, but I just think that, you know, with everything going on and the cause being what it was and it being so racially um inspired and the backlash from one of the biggest nor- um organiz- organizations that is backed by so many different politicians even Trump had so much to say it's just you know it was just so much negativity behind all of that so you know they settled out and um it's i feel like Colin Kaepernick got backlash for even getting an endorsement with Nike now, me personally, and y'all can say whatever y'all want, and y'all can disagree with me if you want. DM me at the Mina B Podcast. I would love to know your opinions on this. A lot of people feel like he was wrong for, you know, signing a contract with Nike. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. If he had his main source of income, he was a football star with endorsements and all this other stuff, lose a bunch of his salary, majority of his salary at that point, because um, he hasn't played in, what, two years? So you lose all of that. What are you supposed to do? And if Nike, business or no business, is trying to run a campaign or do things with you, and you're like, I, I, nigga, bitch, I would fucking take that shit too. Like, it is what it is. I just think that a lot of us get it fucked up that... You could protest and you can have a cause, but you're not supposed to accept any money for it. You're not like, like at the end of the day, a lot of protests and causes end up being businesses too, because it it goes beyond the cause. You get what you guys understand what I'm saying? Like it goes beyond the cause. So I don't feel like there's anything wrong with him doing that. But let's get into Jay-Z. Now, y'all know I love Hove with all my heart. I do. I do. Jumping in and just seeing the article pop up and seeing the the, the interview that he had um, in reference to, you know, joining forces with the NFL, um, I wasn't upset. I was just like, what the fuck is he up to? Because this is a man who's like the first rap billionaire. You know, you're the first real hip hop billionaire. So I don't think it's about money. And also, there's, you know, the mention that he is in a position to owning an NFL team. Would that be history in the making? Yes. But put aside, hold, hold, put, let's put aside him owning a team. Let's put that to the right. When you look at a situation like this and you see him joining forces with the NFL, it is a surprising partnership, of course. But do y'all really think that he's trying to hurt? He's trying to fuck some shit up? You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. But I do see where there is a lot of negativity and backlash because, of course, he was very much so, again, in solidarity with the cause. Now, he's also saying, Jay-Z was also saying in the in the press press conference or interview rather that he wasn't against protesting he said he doesn't want the protesting to stop but 
his comment about being past kneeling and it being past kneeling at that point, it has ruffled a couple of feathers. So I wanted to drop a, a little snippet from uh, Sunny Hostin. I want to say her last name is Hostin. I could be hosting. I, I might be saying it wrong. Um, she is one of the hosts of The View. And she had a really, really interesting take on on um, today's show. And it just kind of made me think like, it, like, damn girl, like you brought up a really, really good point. And it kind of tugged on my heartstrings a little bit. So I'm going to play the snippet for you guys um, if you guys have not heard it already. I think the other message that he said, which was we are past kneeling, um, is, is inappropriate in the sense that if you think about it, the leading cause of death for young black men, one of the leading causes of death between uh, 2013 and 2018 is police brutality. And that's what he was kneeling. And that's what he was kneeling for. So the su mere suggestion that we are past kneeling is ridiculous. See, and I, I think it was very insensitive for him to say that as the mother of a young black man. And so I, I, I think what Jay-Z really did in effect was provide the NFL cover for their actions of excluding Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick oh, from employment. I, 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 I didn't like it. I mean, he could have done this with Colin Kaepernick. And I think that would have been much more powerful. I say, oh. So, y'all, um, that being said, I was looking at it myself. And do I think that... I, I don't. I don't think. Let's be. Let's be for real. I don't think that um, Colin Kaepernick could get involved, even if he wanted to. It, it, there could be stipulations in his settlement that would not allow him to work with anybody or to work in solidarity with Jay Z um, in trying to, you know, fix certain things. But I also think because the way things happen, and there were a couple of tweets that came out. Um, from you know, from Colin after the 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 Jay Z partnership um, information became available to us, I'm like, damn, Hove, do you not think that you should have said something to him? Did you think you should have reached out? If you couldn't reach out to him directly, could you not have reached out to a rep just to say like, hey, I'm not against you in any way, shape, or form, but this is what I'm trying to do because I want to bring awareness to certain situations. Um, I want to bring awareness to, you know, this, you know, this matter and bring more black artists to the forefront to be a part of the series. Um, I think they're doing the NFL and along with the Inspire Change program that they are trying to do songs of the season and songs of the season would be inspirational um, songs during the season by handpicked artists. And of course, it would probably, you know, be featured by artists that um hope handpicked and curated and all of that good stuff i i don't I, don't get me wrong guys i don't see anything wrong with it but for hope to be on some shit where he said hey last year i or the year before last they couldn't get me to be on the nfl i don't need y'all da, 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 da. this all this shit blows over with colin kaepernick and then now you turn around and you're trying to negate what's happening or you know negate what happened and try to bring about a change I don't like again I don't think it's for financial gain but it's just like maybe it's 
just to add to the repertoire in a way. And honestly speaking, I want to hope not. I really want to hope that this situation that Jay-Z has with the NFL will bring about a difference. But at the same time, it just makes you wonder, where is this going? Is this all about business? You know, and and, and I'm sorry, as a billionaire, I don't see it being about money for him. I really don't. So I just hope with the backlash and with everything that everyone is saying that it actually works out for him, you know, and works out, you know, in the long run for the NFL's views on certain situations. Um, And yeah, it's just... I don't know, man. I just feel like Hove picked a, 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 a way to do it, and maybe it wasn't the right way. Maybe it wasn't the best way. Um, and, and and the comment of it being of of it of us saying, "Hey, it's past kneeling." I do think, in a way, I, I never realized how insensitive it was until I, you know, heard. Um, Sunny Hostin say what she said today because I was like, damn, like, I never really even looked at it that way, you know. Um, so I just hope that as great as a businessman as Hove is, that he, you know, really has made a good decision in, you know, teaming up with the NFL on this and that it does possibly bring some type of change and type of, you know, br- kind of bring the climate down a little bit, you know, so it's not so much negativity when it as it pertains to the NFL and as it pertains to the previous protests. So yeah, that's just my opinion on that. Um I ain't against it, but I ain't necessarily 155% for it. I really want to see it, you know, come to fruition and make sense. So make it make sense, Jay-Z. Make it make sense. Okay, we still support you, but please make it make sense. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not, I, I, I only reason why I even brought this up too, because I saw the backlash from like people like Sean King and all of that, and uh, you, you know, I just think that nobody can fucking win with Sean King. I'm not necessarily against anything that he does or says, but there are some things that I just don't necessarily agree with, and sometimes I do question his agenda. Do I feel like he's done a lot of work? I do. I absolutely do think he's done a lot of work, but then there's also a portion of things that does rub me the wrong, rub me the wrong way. So that's another topic for another day. Um, so in other news, <laughs> in other news, I it's so funny that I just discovered the show Pose. Um, it comes up on FX. You can see it on Hulu. You can see it on uh, Netflix. The first season is up on Netflix. Um, If you guys don't know what Pose is, darling, Pose is this wonderful show about um, the the drag shows in the the, uh, the late 80s and just the transgender community in New York City. Uh, It's very, very interesting. Um, It's it's just it's such a brilliant show. And um, I would say this is definitely something for the open minded and for the LGBTQ community and people that are in you know, that understand the community and, you know, support the community. I absolutely love it. And it's so funny. Well, not so much so funny, but um, yesterday, day before yesterday, you know, an article pops up on IG um, and it's talking about uh, Malik Yoba. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, he is has ha- a reoccurring role over on Empire, but he's known for a lot of different television shows and movies. Um, also best known for uh, being a part of a 90s show called New York Undercover. I used to absolutely love that show when I was a kid. That was my show. Um, and um, 
he kind of came out this past weekend as a straight man who is attracted to women and also does not women that don't differentiate between cisgender and transgender okay so that means he is open to all of all kinds of women period point blank that's just the bottom line um and he quoted i love all women and count myself among those that find themselves trans attracted and i too have felt the self-imposed shame that comes with the truth but it's time to speak up um, it is not about genitalia or sex, but about attraction to the soul and humanity of an individual. Um, and this, he comes out with this statement um, after a um, young man had killed himself um, over a drug overdose after um, after his girlfriend left him. I'm not sure if the girlfriend was trans transgender or I don't I'm not sure of the whole whole entire story. I am more than sure that it is available to us on IG or on, you know, all the the blog sites um but um yeah, the I, so apparently the the kid killed himself um and it just it you know, I didn't think it sparked something within him, but of course, when things like this come up um, especially at this time, like we're in such a time where things are so open, especially with social media and everybody has a statement to make and everybody is more out and in the open because, you know, we have, you know, gay marriage rights and there's a lot of focus on gay rights, um, over the couple of past couple of years that has really, really brought forth, you know, a, a new, I want to say a new day and a new light for the LGBTQ community so it's interesting to see a straight male <laughs> i don't even know can we get i don't want to get into the tea of if malik yoba's gay or whatever it is i'm not about to do that i'm not even about to dissect that but um for a air quote straight male to come out and say what he said there's never going to be a moment where there's not going to be some type of backlash so of course you know a lot of people have been very super supportive of his statements and of you know what he feels what he felt and by talking about you know all this stuff and he also you know went on to discuss you know the black community and black males black men in the community and in this homophobia um the idea of homophobia transphobia and you know the the toxicity of it all and the shame of it all so he has gotten a lot of support um on the the internet about it um and also got some backlash you know there's always going to be some people that's going to say negative things but allegedly um a young woman uh came out with a it was no it wasn't a tweet um came out and left a very long drawn out uh, i guess i guess honesty moment that she um had sex with Malik Yobo when she was a teen and um she apparently was a prostitute um and this is in New York and she said that this happened over 20 years ago and if you you know given timeline you know this is probably when he was on on, on New York undercover and all of that and she kind of you know this is somebody who came out to say certain things um she elaborated a lot about the detail and, and what was going on and 
was saying what what he was talking about was not love for the transgender community. That just means that you know he was fucking basically in so many words just fucking young girl, young young boys or whatever the case may be. Y'all gotta cut the shit. Like, damn, like, I'm not ever gonna sit here and say, like, that shit is not possible, but damn, like, why is it coming out now? So, because he said what he said, you wanna come out and say something? So, that's why we have to use the term and the stamp allegedly, because it's like, sheesh, like, you kept the secret for so long, sis? Okay, Malik, you left this story for, like, you know, not to be messy, but that's just the tea. So, um, basically, um, the young lady said that she he solicited her services when she was 13 and again when she was 16 and blasted him, basically, for confusing his love for trans women. Like, that's not basically saying that, that, that his love for trans women and the idea of trans women and all of that is not true. Um, it's just, you know, him exploiting his, you know, sexual needs and all of that and, yeah. I'll I'll read y'all a little bit of the of the Facebook post. Um, it says so for all who applaud and salute Malik Yoba for revealing his so-called trans attracted understand this either, that either because of deeper issues he has or because of society pushing him and others to deep dark places his admission to being sexually attracted to a trans woman is bound to open a pandora box a pandora's box for him not because the women are trans but because many of the trans women he engaged in sexual exploration and exploitation with on 14th street times square and elsewhere were minors including myself um so you know she did mention that it, again it was 20 over 20 years ago but what if there was a part that really pissed me, I want to say it didn't piss me off. It just made me like, damn. She said, there's a trend of men of color being embraced by the queer community for liking trans women despite overwhelming evidence of character flaws, glaring signs of sex addiction, substance abuse, unchecked mental issues, and inner demons are what drive men to bungee, to the bungee jumping of sex. Um... And, you know, she's basically saying engaging with a trans person. I won't go into all the other details. Um, and, you know, saying that she was paid to do so and that's what they were there for. Um, listen, at the end of the day, black men have been shamed on numerous, numerous occasions for being gay or for liking certain things. Black men are even in in our in our our own community, and I've said this on numerous occasions. Even black men are being treated funny if you like a light skin girl or if you choose a dark skin girl. Like there's so many different things that black men are, you know, treated fucked up about, and you know, even by the, their own peers, by themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's just like never a a win for the men in our community and don't get me wrong it's there's there's a lot of levels to the shit a lot of it stems from home a lot of a lot of it stems from shame from not saying Malik Yoba in particular but just in general sexual abuse sexual traumas depression um not being able to be mentally um uh diagnosed diagnosed properly for any mental issues or any depression that they may have or you know and and i've said this on numerous occasions that mental health is a real thing so there's just certain things like um in this instance if this is true and if this is something that he did um you know at the end of the day it's just like okay you know 
it's like okay it, it's 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 kind of hard to it's kind of hard to like put it together it's like all right okay so he did this when he was younger he was an adult fine whatever maybe this is something that he liked maybe he's bisexual but a lot you what we don't know there's a lot of different things and a lot of different layers and black men get a lot of shame for even wanting to be gay or you know this is why there's such a large download community there's this is why you know there's so much shame in the black community when it comes to our gay brothers, cousins, uncles, nephews, things like that. You know, I just think that um, we have to come to a point where we can have better dialogue about certain situations, um, even abuse in our communities. I've talked about this at, you know, length in, in a previous um, episode when I discussed the whole R. Kelly situation with the young young children, young girls, whatever. So there's a lot of different layers to it. And I think that we have to start embracing the differences in, in others. I think we have to start embracing that, you know what, you know, there's just certain things that, you know, we're not meant to understand. Like me personally, like, do I think women are beautiful? Absolutely. Do I want to be with a woman? No. Do I understand women that dress like men? No. Do I understand men that dress like women? No. It's not for me to understand. It's not for me to understand. It's for me to embrace. This is who they are. This is what they want to do with their lives. Who the fuck am I to judge? So at the at the end of this all, like I don't really know what what the end result is going to come out of this. Um situation or you know this these revelations that came out after Malik Yoba said what he said but we just have to do a little bit better as a community and um a lot of these things won't have to be coming out of shocks you know you know when these articles come out and these these tweets come out they won't be so shocking because we have done better as a community community in communicating more effectively and bringing up our children to not feel like they need to be shamed for who they really are and what's going on so with that said, best of luck to him in this situation. And I really hope that, you know, that story isn't true. And if it is true, I hope that he is seeking some type of healing for the things that he's done and um, allegedly, allegedly has done and, you know, all that good stuff. So anyway, <laughs> outside of that, um, I saw a quote. So, you know, it wouldn't be... Uh, mean to be podcast episode if I didn't talk about some type of some type of form of dating or some type of form of you know relationship shit um I got a quote I saw a quote not too long ago um and it was it it, it, it kind of resonated with me and it stuck out it says um to not shrink yourself um to not shrink not shrink yourself to fit the others or not shrinking myself for you to fit um, and what does that mean exactly? So I was thinking in terms of, um, and just, you know, having conversations with homegirls. Um, there's been a lot of breakups this hot girl summer. <laughs> there's been a lot of breakups this hot girl summer. Uh, a lot of like, you know, trying to let go of certain situations that just didn't make us feel great, you know, and I get it. I totally get it. Um, and then, you know, with this constant conversation of alpha male, alpha female, I was just like, I've been so fucking over the alpha male, alpha female thing. Like, it fucking irks me. It drives me insane. It just, it pisses me off. Um, and just, you know, not, and, and the roles, the roles of women, roles of men, you know, niggas act like bitches. I've said it. I am guilty. I've said it numerous times. And a lot of women taking on 
this strong roll that tends to trigger guys these days as our homeboy Jackson said it, it triggers him um, when he hears women talk about being strong uh, <laughs> or you know just the whole strong dynamic and what exactly that entails because you could break it down in five million ways but it is what it is um, but yeah it's also an opportunity to um, exist within yourself and exist with, within your relationships um, and I have to say the the quote itself it just made me feel like you can exist in your relationship without taking away from yourself you can exist in your relationship without having and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna talk to my ladies on this one you know um, it's only right because I'm a woman and I this I've experienced this and I, you know I've, I feel like it's something that you know I see happen a lot um, you could be strong in your day-to-day -day life you could be strong in your work life but then when it comes to your relationships um, because you're strong because you're headstrong because you know exactly what it is you want in life sometimes you're met you're met with backlash you're met with negativity from a man that you're trying to appease you're trying to be with or you know because again we find ourselves always trying to be and this don't pertain to me at all y'all I'm just talking about like all the different conversations that I have had and experiences um, that I've had as well as you know friends um, and, and associates so family members that type of thing so you know sometimes I feel like we try to take away because uh, a dude may feel like or the dude that we're with may feel like we have too much going on or we are um too quote-unquote strong or we don't know how to be women and I say this this hasn't been said to me this was said to a friend and I was shocked when I heard it um the guy told her that she didn't know how to be a woman now I know this girl and this is a woman who works really hard busts her ass is getting her masters you know she's doing so well and maybe she don't want to take shit she don't want to stay up all night she don't want to wait on a nigga you know what I'm saying she wants has to get up early I know what it feels like to have to get up early in the morning like that shit ain't no joke and sometimes you really just want to go home and go to sleep because you got to get up and you got to do it all over again and I feel like and I've said this before and I'll say it again I feel like a lot of men don't fucking get it like they can live their lives and do what they got to do but because we have to somewhat be available to them for dating for sex for companionship we have to stop everything that we're doing to appease and and to get in line with them and I feel like that shit is totally fucked up it's a double standard and it's unfair and for a guy to say that you're less than a woman no, sorry not less than a woman that you don't know how to be a woman no no I don't know how to be the woman that you want me to be because I'm living my truth and I'm living in who I am um I feel like we kind of know and ladies I'm gonna say this to y'all straight up you know when a nigga ain't nothing to brag about nothing to talk about it doesn't matter what, what his resume looks like how good of a job he has how much money he has in his bank account it does not fucking matter what kind of fucking car he drives what house he has those five things do not fucking matter if he does not know how to treat you if he does not know how to respect you and does not know the value the core value of who you are and can appreciate your goals and this is kind of like one of those things where you got to learn how to exist outside of your relationship. You got to learn how to exist out of the loneliness. And I'll say this straight up to y'all because I've been there. The loneliness of when you're trying to 
reach a goal, whether it's in your career, with like like my homegirl getting her master's, getting jumping those hurdles to get to those goals, those end goals that you have worked so hard to. Just for somebody to try to diminish you like that or make you feel like you're less than because you're not what they expected, what their expectation of a woman is. Baby, y'all got to take some time to learn how to be by yourself. Um, So I want to say once that's over and done with (laughs) and, you know, we've all been there, learn you. I say, say ladies all the time, don't be afraid to learn you. Don't get caught up in the bullshit of, again, IG and all social media and all the rela- hashtag relationship goals and all of that. We love black love. We love to see relationships. We love to see healthy relationships. But all those things that we are seeing on the gram may not be necessarily true. You know, this is also a curated platform that you could just add whatever the fuck you want to make look good for everybody else. And your life could be in shambles. So let's not forget that part. Take some time to learn who you are. Take some time to learn how to be you, a woman outside of your relationship. Learn how that woman outside of a man. Learn how to coexist and be by yourself. We go through this lonely moment where we want to be with somebody and then you end up getting with that person or getting back with an ex or a person that you used to deal with and you end up feeling 10 times worse than when you were sitting on your couch alone or at the bar having a drink by yourself on some happy hour shit y'all got to learn how to do things by yourselves and 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 just I don't want to say wait for the right man to come along I'm not going to preach that to y'all but just wait for it to be right you know what I'm saying? You y'all know the signs, especially when, I, I, you know, I'm starting to really start thinking maybe y'all don't. But for me and from my experience, I've learned the signs and I know when I'm liked, I know when I'm loved and I know when it's super confusing. And I'm like, wow, does he really like me? I don't get it because he says he likes me, but he says he cares about me. He says he fuck with me, but his actions to show totally fucking different. When you're confused like that and there's a there's a meme going on around IG when you're confused. It means that he don't really fuck with you like that. Because you guys know when a nigga likes you. You guys know when a dude cares. Y'all know when they're they're willing to pull out the stops. And if y'all don't know that, okay, for the ladies that may not know that, um, you may have to take some more time being by yourself. Because I promise you, I've been there before. And I know the difference between like, again, love and and being treated well and being considered and being um how'd you say put on a pedestal so to speak and i'm not ever gonna sit there and be like oh i I need a guy to like get on his knees i'm not saying put a put me on a pedestal as far as like i'm the number one and top priority in his life no it's just about being a priority and being considered at all that is a great feeling and you guys there's no distance. There's no time of the day. There's nothing that's going to stop that man from fucking with you. So if you have to take time out to get to learn yourself and get to learn what that looks like and and, and, and take those steps to know when you're not being treated well to walk away, then I feel like I've done a great job <laughs> by providing this advice. Okay. Um, it's okay, ladies, to be a strong woman. 
and, and I don't want to trigger y'all, you know, y'all fellas be triggered, but it's also okay to hold that strength in your relationship without being passive and also being communicative when, you know, fr like, like, like my homegirl, that's not somebody that I feel like she should be fucking with, period, point blank, but at the end of the day, for a dude to say that you don't know how to be a woman, that's a conversation that needs to be had. Yes, you could definitely walk away from him, but if there's, you know, if you've expressed yourself thoroughly instead of being passive or saying fuck you nigga, just having that conversation before you say fuck it just to see what the reaction is going to be, you're doing yourself a service by just expressing that, period, point blank. Like, excuse me, I'm not going to sit here and let you, you know, diminish me. You know what I'm saying? You're, 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 you've already diminished yourself by even being with somebody who, who is, is, is feeling like that about you or whatever the case may be. And I'm, and, and, and I, I like I said, I don't feel that maybe, may, and hey, you never know that he may not even felt really meant to say that shit. But at the end of the day, it's just, you know, you're not there to fit a mold for a man. You're there to, you know, mesh well and to feel good. And if those things don't feel good and those things that he's saying don't feel good, please say it. Please let him know. Don't. And I'm not saying be argumentative. I'm not saying to be like domestically abused. Uh, to, you know, get into a domestic dispute and try to fight him on it. Like I ain't saying none of that, ladies. What I am saying, though, is to express yourself and to not feel like you have to take that shit. Period. Point blank. It could be the start of him realizing how, a better way to treat you. Or it'd be a great opportunity for y'all to agree to disagree. And you all go yes separate, separate, separate ways. Because again, a dude is not a real dude. And I'm not going to hit y'all with the real man spiel. But a real dude is going to recognize your strengths. Is going to recognize how wonderful of a woman you are. And your goals and your aspirations should never be too much for him period point blank um yeah there's there's no way um a real uh sorry to say it y'all but a real man with confidence and you know is secure within himself does not have to diminish you does not have to dim your light in any way shape or form and is never going to question the kind of woman you really are when you're just trying to better yourself you know there's a lot of chicks out there that's doing foul shit that's being extra that's being hot girls quote-unquote hot girls as these niggas say you know because there's a hot girl summer and all of that other shit but, um, yeah, there's a lot of girls that's, that's not doing certain things, and I get it. I understand that, and I'm learning that more and more as I talk to more of my homeboys, and we have these conversations, sometimes arguments. Um, yeah, there are a lot of ain't shit chicks out of there, out there, but there are a good portion of women that's about something, and also, um, fellas, it's an opportunity for y'all to... I guess, you know, I don't even know if they can differentiate the two. Um, it takes them a little bit of time. You know, the girls tend to be a little bit slower um, <laughs> on certain things. But, you know, there are decent women out there that just want better for themselves. So it's not about them being too much or not being the woman for you or whatever the case may be. Y'all know the kind of woman y'all want. And y'all know the kind of woman and how it feels when y'all meet her. Y'all know if y'all want to fuck with her for the long term or not. So as advice, especially because it's, you know, approaching the colder months, as advice, you know, take some time out to yourselves, fellas, to realize, you know, if this is the chick that you really want to fuck with or not. And if she's not, please give her the option and keep it pushing because y'all tend to be having options out here. Stop fucking with a bitch just to fuck with a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, give her that option. Nine times out of ten, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, nine times out of ten, a bitch could be down for the shits if you're just open and honest. And also, and don't start 
a relationship and i'm not talking about fuck buddy shit i'm talking about start a relationship or have that girl think you want to be in a relationship with her and you don't like let that's hella hella misleading so just be upfront because a lot of women are pretty hip to the game these days and if y'all would just be instead of wasting three months of her time just be upfront in the first couple of weeks i promise you a better outcome so, with that said, I think I said enough. I just wanted to jump on here and give y'all a little tea and give y'all a little advice. Um, y'all know that there is a form on the Mina B podcast page that y'all can fill out. Um, it's an Ask Mina B form. Or if you want, jump into that DM. Let me know what you questions you may have, inquiries, or via email if you have a story, some advice, something that's happened. Um, in your life that you, you know, want to talk to me about, you know, feel free. I know if people in the past have jumped in on my DMs and I did get a good letter. Um, actually, I got two or three good letters on Ask Me To Be. Um, one that we featured uh, three episodes back. And, um, yeah, so if I feel like it's a great opportunity or a great question or a great story, I will more than likely post it on an appropriate episode of the Mina B podcast. So feel free. That's askminab at gmail.com. Don't hesitate at all. Um, the Mina B podcast is taking sponsorships. So if you have a business, you would like to run an ad on the Mina B podcast, feel free. It doesn't matter what line of business it is. Feel free to reach out via email at um, not ad, sorry. Ask me to be dot com. Ask, ask me to be. Why am I messing it up? Ask me to be at gmail dot com, um, so that we can touch base and we can get your product or your service, uh, featured on the show. That would be awesome. Um, open to that this season and stay tuned. Um, we have so much more in store for you guys. Um, the summer will be. Summer's over, so it's not going to be as busy for me, and I can actually get back on schedule. I know you guys are getting this episode off schedule. Um, I would like to maintain a every other Tuesday um, drop for you guys and go from there. So feel free to, again, reach out. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show on all platforms that you can do so on, but mostly Apple Podcasts. Um, that's available to you guys. Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Radio. 